I know my wife could beat you up. I mean, me up. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get this show on the road then? you hate wasting hours debugging code every week when you should be working on your app? You should check out our new sponsor, Airbrake.io, a full stack error monitoring tool that alerts you to errors in your software, then helps you diagnose and fix them. That means no more wasted time searching log files and more time writing and shipping great code. Airbrake supports .NET and all major programming languages. Get set up at getairbrake.com CB for a free 30-day trial and the chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card at the end of the month. It's a completely free trial and you'll be shocked by how much time it saves you. Again, that's airbreak.com slash CB. Again, that's getairbreak.com slash CB. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Ruby Rogues podcast. This week on our panel, we have Dave Kimura. Hey, everybody. Eric Berry. Hi there. I'm Charles Maxwood from devchat.tv. And this week we have a special guest and upcoming Ruby Dev Summit speaker, Kinsey and Durham. Kinsey, you want to say hi? Hello. Thanks for having me. You've been on the show before, but do you want to just remind people who you are, what you do? Yeah, I was on the show. Wow. Was that like three years ago? (laughs) Maybe four. Talking about different ways or to get into software engineering. And yeah, I am still writing code every day, all day for a company called Go Spot Check. I am also a lead mentor for a program in San Francisco called Block. And really enjoying living in Denver. So, and you're a fly fishing aficionado. <laughs> yes, and I love fly fishing in my free time when I'm not writing code. That's so cool. So, you've been with the same company what for three or four years? Yeah, for I guess it'll almost be three years. Yeah, for a while. So, Dave, you're not a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just celebrate my eighth anniversary with my current employer. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah, I'm a creature of habit, I guess. <laughs> Congratulations. I know that's pretty rare in a uh, startup. I don't know if you work for a startup, but... No, I work for a, um, Sage Software. It's a you know thirteen to 15,000 employee company. Oh, wow. So it's definitely one of those uh, giants. So, yeah. But awesome. it's been fun. That's awesome. Well, our topic for today is queuing and Amazon SQS. And uh, you're, you're going to be doing a little bit more kind of hands-on demo at the conference, but I thought it'd be interesting to just kind of get some background on this and, you know, see what it's all about and what people are using it for. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely had done some research as to what people were using it for and kind of the best applications of it. But we've even been using it on a smaller scale and I've I've really enjoyed it and it's super easy to use and, you know, moving away from... APIs or, you know, like a Heroku scheduled worker that runs every 10 minutes. It's been great. So definitely recommend moving towards using something like Amazon SQS. Um, another one, I don't know if you guys have heard of RabbitMQ, mm-hmm. but that's um, another option. I haven't used that. I don't know if you guys have. I have. Yeah, a that's a, it's a great tool. Cool. Well, and queuing like isn't I, a new way of doing things by any means in Ruby or Rails. I mean, we have Rescue and Sidekick and a bunch of other tools that allow us to, um, you know, some of them are more basic than others. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, some of them are just you put a job in, you pull a job off. And then others have, you know, scheduling and named queues and all kinds of other features to them. Yeah, 
Yeah, totally. So for us, it's a new thing, I guess, in our current like architecture and moving more towards service uh, services rather than, you know, we have the stereotypical uh, huge monolithic rails app and as our team grows. And like I said, I've been with this company for a while. So it's been really awesome to be a part of the scaling aspect of it and going from a small rails app with, you know, a few customers to, you know, multiple apps and different services and a ton of customers and a ton of different use cases. So getting to explore different architecture patterns and different tools like Amazon SQS has been a great learning experience. Hey, Kinsey, can you talk a little bit about your company and the challenges that led up to using that software? Yeah. So go spot check. Uh, we're a startup out here in Denver and I started when we were pretty small in a uh, tiny co-working space. We had maybe six, uh, six customers at the time. Now I think we have, we have like hundreds now and we build reporting. We do a lot of reporting for and data collection for big companies that, you know, are interested that have filled teams who, need to know what's happening in stores and they never got any of that data back before they were doing it on Excel spreadsheets and had these big computers or pieces of paper that they were taking into these stores. And when you say stores, you mean like retail stores, retail or yeah, grocery stores or even bars, you know, all across the board. So working with both alcohol beverage brands as well as retail brands. Um, yeah, so we, do a lot of data collection with them and analyze that data because they didn't have any insight and insight into that before is mainly what we do. Uh, We have different use cases and applications for the software, but that's primarily uh, our focus. And it's, yeah, it's been super exciting because we're starting to move more into the computer vision aspect of it and being able to have the machine um, recognize different brands or different things in the photos. So that's currently the team that I'm working on right now. And we have a service, so we're a separate service off of like the main application and the main thing of what GoSpotCheck does. So for us, it's been very interesting to use these queues since we have multiple services and multiple apps that we're working in and just trying to figure out the best tool to be able to communicate, um, you know, do we use API endpoints um, or do we use something like message queues uh, to communicate between these different services? So is your stack built on Ruby then, or what does your stack look like? Yeah, so I am currently working in Ruby. Uh, we also have, yeah, we're using pretty much just Rail, a Rails API only. I don't know, in Rails 5, you have the API only mode, which has been, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which has been cool. Um, so using that mostly is what I'm working in. And then all of our computer vision stuff is you know done in Python or MATLAB, something like that. So are you using, uh, is it Shoryuken for connecting to the SQS? Uh, no, I haven't even heard of that. It's a, it's actually a fantastic You say game. that in my, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Street Fighter 2 days when I was a Shoryuken! kid. Shoryuken! Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, oh, I know where that came right? from. Yeah. Shoryuken! <laughs> you want the fireball coming out. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like was, the best I, name gem in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so what it is, it's 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 a lot like Sidekick, right? But what it does is it allows your Rails app to plug directly into an SQS queue, 
and either add to it or consume from it. I'm I'm using it quite extensively. I, I love That's SQLs. Cool. And so, but it, it really makes it very easy for your Rails application to slurp in, um, slurp in the, 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 the queue data. Oh, that's cool. Um, no, we just have basically an object that connects to it, um, you know, and either pops messages off the queue or deletes them or puts post messages to a queue, that sort of thing. We're not using this story you can i haven't even heard of this but this is awesome i'm totally going to look at this <laughs> i'll make a note in the chat so i'm kind of wondering you know as you're working with the computer vision then and things like that are, are you just feeding the images through then as part of you know through the queue or does that get sent over a different way or yeah how, how exactly does the queuing fit in with all of this stuff talking what about we're doing that? yeah yeah so basically uh we started using the queue or Amazon SQS, because we wanted to have a more decoupled way of developing. Mm -hmm. So instead of having an API, API endpoints where we have to make sure like we're releasing both at the same time and that sort of thing, this allowed us to just have a conversation about what we wanted the message to look like, like really decide the contract between the two services and have that important conversation up front and decide on that. And then we were able to, you know, develop on our own and you know, it's it, with Amazon SQS, it's so easy to create fake messages and uh, that sort of thing for testing. So I really liked that aspect of it. You know, you can create it through the command line or through the UI. And basically what we're doing is just sending different image data back and forth with the queue. So we do a lot of like planograms. I don't know if you guys know what planograms are, but basically these companies have these planograms of what they want, like their display setup to look like in a store for example, and we'll take that information and that data or of the coordinates that we have box these images with and uh, post those, that information onto a queue from the like machine learning side of things. And then on the Rails side of things, I can pick that up in the API and actually send that back to the main app. So stuff like that is what we're mainly using it for. And I know that sending images is a really big use case for Amazon SQS. I'm not sure how you guys are using it um, or what you've used it for, but. So I, I use it for, it, it's really simple to pump in data directly through um, through Amazon API. So I have a, a, a an app that that uses the Amazon MWS API and, and it's really simple to tie in with that, but I haven't done any images. I didn't realize you could do images through that. So does it accept binary data in the queue then is that how that works uh so i we're not sending ex actual images it's all of the comparison data from the machine learning aspect side of things so all of the oh, data okay. that we've collect that we have processed in, on the machine learning side of things so okay. but i have i did read an article where people were were sending images um when i was doing some research but i didn't d dig into it and try on my own um yeah, but it also, yeah, it also seems like it might just be more efficient to upload your images to S3 and then just put a handle into the queue. Right. Depending yeah. on how you have to manage queue size and speed and things like that. Do you, yeah. do you use SQS in parallel with uh, SNS, the uh, symbol notification service? You know, um, we haven't. We haven't found a need to use SNS, um, but I definitely think that would be really interesting to... I don't know if you guys have used it or have had a good use case for that. I have used it. 